from the desk below. desk below I have with me an unlikely combination but when I heard their collaboration I was like damn so in order to um, get to know these guys I noticed that because I'm a fan of the interviews and when I go looking for um, new people who are in the game I noticed that they don't have many interviewers out so sometimes I forget I'm like damn I can just reach out and interview these guys myself so without further introduction I have my guy, General Backpain and Flu. Uh, and also, Flu's the first uh, international guest to appear on the show. Oh, word, man, thank word, you, man. Word, That's word, an word, honor, word. man. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so, how are you guys doing here? Man, you, how, you said, how are we doing? Yes, sir. It's, uh, it's a nice day, man. It's uh, 10 o'clock in the evening in L.A., Nice and easy, slow motion over this way. All right. How about you, Fluke? I'm I'm good, man. It's 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 raining. It's raining buckets down here, man, in Melbourne. <laughs> but um, it's all good. I'm in my studio, you know, uh, avoiding the elements. But I'm feeling good, man. It's about two in the afternoon. Uh, you know, just cracked open a bottle, so you know, life is good. <laughs> it's Saturday over there too. Um, so I'll get to uh, this question because I want to ask you guys this both separately because you guys both have very standout names, and it makes me wonder, like, what is the backstory behind these guys' stage and producer names too? So I'll start with General Backpain too because um, the first time <laughs> when I ever heard General Backpain, I'm like, God damn, man, that name stands the hell out like crazy. <laughs> Um, well, it's, it's actually, it's, it's true. You know what I mean? I actually do have general back pain. So it was kind of just one of those things where it took me a couple of years to realize that this pain wasn't going to go away. And I just kept thinking about it and thinking about it. And I don't know, one day I just was like, yo, like this is my whole existence right now. So I just, I don't know. I just kind of came up with it. And then also just, you know, it sort of communicates and I'm not, super serious you're not gonna get a super serious artist it's just gonna be some lighthearted stuff with a bunch of little silly bars you know wow i never would have actually suspected that you actually had general back pain because i like love it like the beloved flea said i gotta keep it all the way in mel um i just thought that you were throwing chicks backs out of giving them back pain <laughs> i mean you know i know that it was gonna be over to interpretation um you know the the whole military slant to it you know i used to be in the military for real so okay. you no know, kind of has a you know a couple of different meanings 
Um, but the one that mostly um, considers to you is like the actual back pain because it actually resonates with you because you actually have that. Yeah, so my whole thing is I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm dealing with it. So now y'all got to deal with it. I'm giving y'all back pain now, so. <laughs> And um, as for you, Flu, because I'm um, like the beloved Flea said again, I'll keep it all the way in Mel. Um, I'm not that up on <laughs> tune on you. The very first time I ever heard your production was on Bovine. Um, so I have to ask you, my guy, Flu, why the name Flu? Well, um, believe it or not, man, I spent the last 10, 11 years touring around Australia quite frequently. Like um, <laughs> we had a pretty good following down here for a while. And I actually used to rap. So I started off as a, as a rapper and cause I started off really young, I had that real sort of cliche backpacker rap name and it was like fluent form. Right. And yeah. I was like, you know, it did the job at the time, but then I was like, as I started doing production, I wanted to separate that sound when I started working with, uh, you know, homies overseas and I just cut it short down the flu. And then, um, you know, cause there's so many flus out there and for Google purposes, I added yeah. the dust as well so you know it's like flu dust um so then yeah really so it's not like a, a crazy backstory but it's really just shortening the old mc name that i used to run with so um okay. yeah so yeah I, I used to i used to rap a little bit for a while man we used to tour with the country and stuff um on a i was on a record label crate cartel which is a pretty well-known uh record label down here in australian hip-hop circles so um yeah started off rapping and then uh, started with the beats and thought I'd switch it up, you know, with the, the new chapter of my life and uh, change the name as well. I was say, your production is crazy. I was going to say, who, who, who were you inspired by? Production-wise? Yes, sir. Oh, man, like growing up, like on hip-hop my whole life, any, like everyone, you know, um, obviously, you know, dudes like Alchemist, um, you know, RZA, um, Primo, um, you know, they're, they're pretty, pretty sort of standard replies, but... I sort of like to have uh, my own style, but that all inspired me. Like when I first discovered, you know, Wu-Tang, like when I was 13 or something, man, that RZA, like at the time, was my main guy. Like I was like, just the way he chopped these nasty samples, man, and the way he did it, I was like, damn, that's crazy. And, you know, I always used to have to branch out for beats for my, you know, rap records at the time. And then one day I saw a Rock Marciano interview where he was like, don't pay $5,000 for a video. Don't pay this guy, all this stuff, do it yourself, learn to do it yourself. And that, and one day I was just like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to start making my own beats. And then, you know, I just spent a lot of hours doing that shit. And then I got to where I am now. And I sort of, I sort of, sort of made my intro into the American scene and overseas with, with a project I did with Edo called motion picture. So that was my sort of, you know, little introduction to the world. I'm like, oh, okay, this dude makes some beats. So yeah. And that's one hell of an intro. That motion picture goes crazy, too. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, 100. Shout out to you, though. was a past guest, too. Um, so, um, general back pain, too. Um, you're from Inglewood, California, if I have my facts straight. That's correct. Inglewood, right. for sure. Um, so, I never would have suspected that you were inspired by the late Sean Price. Yo, um the god you know what i mean yeah <laughs> heavily influenced by his um his intellect his wit and really overall that level of don't give a fuckness like it really <laughs> really resonates with me you know it just gives you license to not you know not say whatever 
but say it with purpose. You know what I mean? Say it with purpose. Don't say it because you think something. Say it because this is how you feel. And that's where a lot of lines come from. I'm kind of just an irritable dude. And I'm able to sort of distill that into some little tricky little lines. And I get it out of my system. You know what I mean? But yeah, Sean P, like one of my, he's top five for me. You know, Sean, Sean P is yeah. definitely top five for me. Um, are you one of those people that likes to say you're top five or not really? Because I know there's some people out there that are very iffy on that. That goes for you too, Flu, if you want. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've got a top five, you know. I've got a little top <laughs> five. But, you know, they're, they're interchangeable every day, depending on the right. mood, you know. So, but exactly. definitely, like uh, Payne was saying, Sean P, man, he's, he's, he's one of those dudes that actually has a very um, clear sort of contribution to, to hip-hop that he can definitely be in that discussion as a top five. And he's in mine. Well said, sure. well said. Yeah, definitely. His contribution is... Um, Incredible. It's stellar. Yeah, he definitely made a shift and it was rejuvenated hip hop in that time when Monkey Bars came out. It was Ooh. it was a whole moment, bro, all the way on the West Coast, like, um, oh, what the fuck is this? You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. I love, I love how Duck Down did like that little comic book series with um Tech and Steel and then it was nice one and Buckshot and then um Sean P came and ended it off too. And that's how it like that's how I loved it too, how Monkey Bars ended that off. Oh uh, yeah, I love it. I love it. I just was listening to some stuff. Um I think I'm more I don't know if this is controversial or not, but I'm a little more partial to Mike Tyson to be honest with you. Just okay. a little bit more. I give it the edge over just me personally over monkey bars but they're both exceptional pieces would, of would art say, for sure would you say um mike tyson um because that was the actual last piece of work we actually ever got from his input while he was still on earth with you know i didn't um i didn't really consider that um but i don't know from the sequencing to even just the artwork it was just really sean you know i don't know that one, I, I, I'm not, I don't know, I don't know if I'm a contrarian. It's just like Monkey Bars was so huge. It's like, ah, oh, you know, that was dope. But Mike Tyson, I don't know if, if it's that part of me, but just, just a slight edge to me. I think it's a little more melodic. And uh, the songs are, I don't know, I guess just kind of like a little personal thing. I think he was like beginning to find like his actual lane that he wanted to get into because like if he was still a hero for us too, he would be like where Rock Marciano is. Oh, there's no question about it. There's no question about it. Yeah, it's, 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 it was devastating. It was devastating. No question about it. Huge loss. Um, also too, um, because you guys um, on totally different continents too, so I can only imagine <laughs> that you guys went back and forth to like uh, things like Zoom or iMessage too. Um, I just want to actually access too. Is it true that you kind of just blew off flu when he tried to hit you up at first? On <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just want to know. <laughs> this is this is the thing, you know knowing that you're ignorant and being able to embrace that ignorance, you know, it gives you the wisdom that you need. I just, I didn't know. And so, um, I mean, because, you know, home team is the squad, is, you know, the squad that I run with. So they're like a bunch of producers there. So I had only been working with 
those in-house producers and just been leery of like people I didn't know, but I happened to run it by my manager. I'm like, yeah, you know, um, this producer uh, flu hit me up and my, immediately my manager was like, wait a minute, flu hit you up. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he was like, so what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't, I don't really know. He's like, you're working with him though, right? And I'm like, well, shit, I am now. And <laughs> that's really how Bovine was born. I just, I just needed that orientation. I needed to be oriented. And then once we had a couple conversations, like, you know, to your sort of prior question, the conversation kind of just like this. It's like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock on a Friday. It's 2 o'clock on a Saturday for him. We would just talk and just chop it up and found out that there's just really not a lot of difference. He, he's like, uh, I don't know. He's, I don't, he's not really much different than anybody else that I've called my friend, you know? So we would just talk. We've talked after Bovine being gone. We just kind of talk still, you know? So it was actually really easy to get it done and, and to actually communicate. We were just invested in, in the process and it made it very easy. Wow, that's your inspirational side. I like that too. Um, so yeah. when, at first too, because like um, flu, like you also have an extensive history as well too. Like, what made you like actually want to reach out to General Backpain too? Because like, was it something you heard from his like home team, or was it something like was it the name? Because I'll tell you, because like the name sticks hell out. I I, I, I won't front. <laughs> yeah, man. That's funny that because you mentioned the name earlier in, in this piece. It, that's actually how it begun. I was, you know, trawling through Twitter as you do, and someone's like, you know, I can't remember who it was, but someone was like, you got to check out this dude, General Backpain from the West Coast, you know. And I was like, that name, like straight away, like the same as you, you know. I was like, man, I like that name. Like, I'm going to investigate, you know. And um, I stumbled across his, uh, his project called Holy Hand. And, and it, basically for me, it went from holy hands to holy shit, this dude is dope, you know? And um, I'm from that school of, yeah, the, the Sean P's, the MF Dooms, that sort of thing. So I was like, man, this dude's got that same kind of um, style that I'm into, you know, ignorance at its finest, you know? So I was like, oh, yeah, man, I'm going to reach out to this dude. So I just, I just finished sort of doing the rigs uh, project and the Edo ones. And I wanted to reach out to someone different on the other side, you know? So I've I'd, I'd done a couple of East Coast you know, New York joints. So I was like, I want to do something with someone from the West, you know? And as, as, you know, as we discussed, I hit him up at the start and he was like, thanks, man. Like he was real like, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. I kind of got producers though. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay. But I'm, like, I'm, I'm not easily, I'm not easily stopped. You know, I'm pretty like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit manic with this shit, but I was like, yeah, yeah, but let me just send you something. Let me just, you know, send you a little something. But shout out to, shout out to his manager for being like, yeah. no, no, you should probably fuck with Smoot, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. From there, then we started, then we started the bovine thing. Cause at first we did the one joint and I was really, really happy with how it came out. It was the fluid joint. And then I was like, you know we what? Did fluid we first, should right? do, yeah, we should do some more. And, you know, I was talking holy hands and I was quoting these bars and he was like, man, you know, you shit. And like, you know, so that's how the relationship <laughs> started from there. But yeah, originally yeah. it was the name too, man. The name just catches my attention. I'm, I'm all about originality. Anyone that yeah. sounds different, does different things, especially in today's climate where everybody's kind of a bit similar. And, you know, I was like, nah, this dude is different. And, um, and then, yeah, the rest is history, man. I couldn't, couldn't be happier with how the, the project was received and all that, man. It was 
it's been it's actually been like yeah mind-blowing man it's a blessing just to work with like-minded people um that have the same vision and the same respect for the craft you know so yeah that's well and also too like you guys you guys' chemistry too like on the way that he raps over your beats too like you would have thought that you guys were working together for years yeah like i've yeah. had a lot of feedback from australians down here too obviously you know my fan base is mostly still down here as well um a lot of them were like oh so did you go over there and like record at his place you know what i mean because people were like man the chemistry was there but a lot of that was just a lot of um communicating a lot of phone calls a lot of back and forth no. yeah i did i think that brought it out it wasn't just um copy and paste email verses and shit like that it was a proper mm -hmm. actual collaboration where we you know we took the time to really sit down and like, what do we want to do with this bovine thing? Once he gave me the title, I knew what to do, how to, you know, join it together. And um, like I said, man, I was just loving what he was bringing to the table. Um, it made my job easy, man. I was just like, damn, man, another burner verse, you know? And I, all I had to do was, you know, make sure that what I, my contribution was, was worthy of what he was sending me back. So it's been awesome, man. It's been dope and, um, you know, it's been crazy seeing all these Australian dudes down here like, man, General Bapay, what the fuck? This guy's crazy. Where'd you find this guy? You know, so it's cool, man. It's, it's, it's really awesome. Um, so, like, because, like, how you said to you guys are going back and forth through the phone calls, too. Um, is it true you were really making beats while you were just talking to him? Sometimes, yeah. Like, sometimes, because, you know, um, he'll be like, yeah, you know, you got something like this, a bit of bounce on this one or something. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool, cool. But we both sort of, it was funny, we both had our own visions, but then at the end came together to bring that final product um, where we both were like, yeah, yeah, this is it. And we knew we were sitting on something pretty different, like something that doesn't sound like, you know, you're sort of um, what's coming out a lot these days. Um, you know, I like to do a lot of little bits and pieces over the top of my stuff, um, you know, and not everybody likes that, you know, and not everyone's used to that. So what I wanted to do right. was provide some beats that Payne wouldn't have really rapped on before, you know, and and vice versa. I hadn't worked with an MC with that kind of style and for lack of a better word, swag and stuff, you know, so it was awesome. Like it was, it was just awesome. But yeah, there were times where I was like, we'd have a phone call and then I'd get, I'd get to work and be like, okay. And then, you know, send something through, but then it would end up changing like 80% of the beat later on. And, and, you know, Crazy. but um, we, we got there in the end, you know, and it was, it was actually pretty harmonious um, for the most part. There was never any like, what the fuck have you done to the beat flu or whatever, you know? So, um, but yeah, so it was good, man. You know, he chose the ones he liked and, and that was it, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah, because the tracks, like, like the standout ones are like Python and Phantom too. When I heard that Phantom thing, I was like, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Um, Phantom was, yeah, Phantom's you. one of my favorites and Phantom. Python. Actually, funny enough, they're my two favorites. So I like what Backpain did with the Python one because you're not really going to hear underground producers, again, for lack of a better word, you know, underground, you know, in inverted yeah. commas, like <laughs> making beats like Python, you know. Um, but I like that he took that one there and it, it was cool, you know. It's still gritty and underground, but it's not just a straight up, like, just one bar loop or something, you know. I did a lot of stuff to that. He did his bits with it and the hook. Yeah, I reckon that's one of one of my standouts on that on that project too. And, and from what I've seen online, a lot of people say Phantom and and Python and, and Fluid as well. Fluid in Australia yeah. was very like a lot of Australians love that kind of style too. That real gritty in Melbourne anyway. It's um, we really like that sort of approach down here. So that one did real well down here as well. So it's cool. You know, there's songs on there for everybody, which is great as well. So you know. Um, I have to ask this question too because, like, out of all the names you guys could have named, you guys could have named it anything but bovine. 
I have to ask <laughs> my name bovine. Um, well, so like what Flu was talking about earlier, just our conversations and our taste in music and kind of like, you know, a West Coast dude liking a, an artist like a Sean P. I, I just always been like attracted to like East Coast music, right? So again, and I don't know if I've mentioned this to, to Fluey before, but I still, <laughs> I still didn't know how big Flu was like <laughs> early in the process. So in my mind, I just was like, you know what? I really always wanted to do um, like an abstract album. And, and I'm like, but well, he's already, he's all the way in Australia, so nobody's even gonna hear it. So I'm just gonna do this weird little abstract album. And and so Bovine just got, kind of happened because it's just, abstract, it's just cattle, just means cattle, right? And and like beef with the industry and like feeling, like feeling underappreciated and stuff like that. So it's more of an abstract thing. And I told Flo, I was like, this might be a tough sell, man. I don't, think, I don't know if people are gonna get it. <laughs> You know, yeah, I told yeah. my manager the same thing. They kind of both were like, bovine, okay, yeah, cool, cool, cool. So when's it going to be finished? You know what I mean? They're like, I don't know. I'm not going to get it. But and, uh, I, I kind of took it. Crazy. I, I, took like that. I get it now. Right? Yeah, I kind of yeah. took it the same way, too. I was like, I, I sort of approached it with, like, fuck everybody. You know, it's bovine. We're, yeah, you know, beat them <laughs> with everybody. Like, if they want it, they can come get it, try and make something better. You know, so... That's how I sort of approached it. Like, once he, told me the, the, once he told me the title, I was like, yeah, no, nah, that's dope. You know, I was like, yeah, I know exactly where to take that. We're going to make some that's gritty dark right shit. There. Every track's going to be some hard hit dark shit. No. Ignorance at its finest. Fuck everybody. This is, you know what I mean? Come get stuff, you know? So, um, yeah, I love that title, man. Sometimes it's simplicity, simplicity is, is excellent sometimes, you know? So, um, yeah. Um, also, too, that you guys have like a when you guys work together, too, like the name it bovine, too. Did you guys have to name it like other than that first? Like, did you guys like have like just a random title before? Because, like, I like how you guys named it bovine, too, because like the artwork, too, that's the biggest thing that stands out to me, too. Like, I said this before. If you have dope artwork for your project, I'm gonna stop everything I'm doing just to check that out too. Because like I'm like, wow. man, this is some crazy ass artwork too. But like back to my other question though, did you guys um have a another name for this project besides Bovine? Uh, no, nah. <clears throat> it was always. I think it was always Bovine. Like once we once the ball started rolling, pretty sure mm -hmm. Peyton could probably say the same thing. It was always, Bovine was pretty early in the piece, which helps me actually with like samples and tying shit together. So as you would mm -hmm. know, you know, you've got the crazy samples that tie in every song and mad cow disease and like all this crazy yeah. shit that we did. So it was actually very helpful because I've worked with other dudes where it's like, I won't have the title till towards the end. And I don't know what to do to like join it cohesively sometimes because I don't mm -hmm. have a theme or something to work with. And some people are happy with that. I like to make a, for me, an album needs to be an album, like an actual yeah. collection of things together that means something with each part, you know? So that was awesome that Payne was like, yo, bovine, I'm gonna call it bovine. I was like, bet, done, say no more, you know? So, and we just took it from there, you know? I mean, like literally, okay, so this is how it went. So we had that conversation, I'm like bovine, you know, <laughs> A beef theme again. Even when I say it out loud, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's crazy, right? It's just about <laughs> beef and a bunch of cattle 
at first I wanted the artwork to be like, just like, like a, remember I had that picture of that just like a stencil slab of meat or whatever. Yeah, it was like a slab of meat. Yeah, I remember the original. Yeah, yeah. that was like the early, early thing. But literally, um, and I, I know a lot of people don't know this. So like conceptually, I had the bovine and I knew the names of the songs. And I sent him that clip, the castration clip. I sent him that clip. And I swear, everything else from all the rest of the clips to the fucking artwork to everything else, that's fluey, bro. He took it and ran with it. I lived, we had a, we didn't have, we didn't have a lot of conversations about conceptually what we wanted to do. I just was like bovine, abstract. And then I sent him the castration shit. And then he just started, I don't know, he just put it all, I never had anybody complete a thought like that with me before, you know? So I'm as surprised, that's where the cohesive and the chemistry comes from. I'm as, I'm surprised too. Like I'm listening to the shit come back. I'm like, damn, that's perfect. I, you know, like when you work with somebody and they add something to a project that makes it that much better and you would have never thought about adding that, like that's a great situation for me. Like most of the shit that he added, I wouldn't have even thought of, and it, it added so much to the overall piece. It was crazy. Did you guys have to uh, play around with the track list, or when you guys were putting together like the final product? Um, that was Fluey. Fluey, I think. Oh, yeah, I think he, he sequenced it. It was just a lot of trust. I had a lot of trust in him, and uh, I still do. And you know, I think all that adds to the you know. Uh, goes under the chemistry heading, just relinquishing a lot of control um, into the project as we're getting two or three songs. Then Tough comes into play. He kind of makes a couple of, we have a couple of conversations about it potentially happening. So I, I put a battery in my back. So it was just a lot of writing on it. And so I knew that with the Riggs project that did well, and then with the Edo project that obviously did well, and, and he having a relationship, you know, through those projects with Tough Kong, he obviously knows what he's doing. So I felt like I needed to just get in my lane, do my little thing, and then get it out of the way. And that allowed him to have like the latitude to just get it done. And he, he did a great job. I mean, I've, I've seen him 3 a.m. Melbourne time, <laughs> three inches away from the fucking computer, you know, trying to, you know, figure out, should I put this string in here? Should I take this horn out? Like I've seen him doing that. He, he's a, he's a, a maniac with it. So I got really, really, really lucky. You know, really lucky. A lot of no, I appreciate luck. that, homie, man. I like the word maniac too, because I think that sums it up well. <laughs> Bro, I saw the look in your eye. It was crazy, dude. Like, I'm like, why are you so close to the computer? And I know you've been looking at this same way for like three days. You know what it looks like. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's a fact, man. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> you know, um, so, yeah, totally invested in it, man. I appreciate it. Was that your first time being on vinyl, uh, General Bathing? Um, that's my first time anything of substance, to be honest with you. I mean, oh, wow. I'm a new dude, like, from, as, as Flew alluded to earlier, from the Holy Hands, from the first Holy Hands, 
up until bovine was said to be pressed, it was less than a year. So I'm a, I'm a really new artist in this whole thing. That's why I didn't know who flew what. At this point where I'm at now, there's no way I would never know. I know who everybody is now. So that's just how new I was back then. I had no real grasp of the landscape and I needed help to sort of navigate. Um, still super new. So yeah, first vinyl, we did the tapes. They did very well. I would have never thought to do that. I wouldn't have had the confidence to do that. Flu's like, man, fuck that. They're gonna sell out. You know? <laughs> yeah, he knew that shit. Yeah, he knew that from the start. <laughs> he knew it, bro. Like again, I just get out the way. I just get out the way and good things have, have just have happened. Um a lot of dumb luck on my end, bro. I don't know. I don't know. I can't even call it, bro. But I've been super lucky. So I well, I'm a I'm a big believer in destiny. I like that. I like that for sure. Um, so is it true? Yes. So is it, so I noticed like this is like this is what the crazy part is about Bandcamp too. I noticed like when a producer collaborates with Crime Apple, they'll put the single up on Bandcamp for sale too. Um, that's also what caught my attention with Flu too. How did like the whole mustard gas then work out if you're in Crime Apple? Uh, basically, man, he he featured on the Edo uh, project, so. Uh, there's a song on the Edo project called uh, Gustavo, which has my homie Smooth on it, uh, Crime Apple and Edo. So after we did that, um, that seemed to be a favorite um, track from a lot of listeners um, abroad, you know, over, over USA and stuff. Um, so it was sort of natural. I was like, you know, Crime, we should do something now. Let's do an official little single thing. And he was and it straight away. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, Gustavo was dope. Let's do it. So that one was that one was real easy to do. So and I really liked what he was doing at, um, and I really like the moves he's making and the moves he's still making. I think he's doing real well now. <laughs> um, I think he's, he's done that joint. He's, still, he's got a, done the joint with Muggs as well. And it was crazy too, because he did the joint with Muggs and then Edo went on to do a joint with Muggs. And it was kind of cool to sort of have projects with them or songs with them before them as well. So then yeah. people will go back and revisit some of their older stuff now that they're you know on a bigger platform and then they sort of hear some of my production. So. It's kind of cool. And I think the same thing will happen even with Payne as he continues on to do projects. People that haven't heard Bovine will, will love this new stuff he's doing and then go back as well. And that's the beauty of music and catalogs, man. You can go back and be like, oh shit, fuck, I never saw this. You know? So yeah, so it's, 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 it's kind of cool. Like I even had um, Edo's DJ hit me up the other night going, how did I miss this project? And she's like, this is crazy. This is one of the best things I've, I've ever heard. And I was like, oh, word, you know what I mean? So even at the start oh, it word? seems like it ain't popping you never know when it's gonna pop later on you know yeah. and um i used to say that the pain too i'm like man even if they do find this shit too abstract and weird at the start you watch man people are gonna come back to it you know um through yeah. various different ways whether they've heard him or heard me later on and then go back and um yeah like i've always stated this in interviews and even online and stuff i'm all about that original sound man i, I love to stick out I don't want to sound like anyone else. Pain sounds like nobody else. And I think that's what made it such a great cohesive project is my beats don't sound like anyone else. His voice and style don't sound like anyone else. And it, it was like, man, we got to do it. It has to happen, you know? So, right. you know, it's, and it's, been, it's just been crazy ever since. It's been real crazy. Um, so I just want to tell you guys this right now. I want to still pick your brain. Um, for some reason, Zoom won't let me record because it says I have seven minutes left. So what, what I'm going to do is for the people listening, 
We're going to take uh, two seconds just to come right back so I can call him right back because um, it's trying to charge me. And the budget ain't up like that yet. But I'm still talking to these guys. So just give me oh, two they're trying to charge you? Yeah, well, it did this with um, a few of my interviews. I don't know why. It's still got it, so I'll leave this in, too. Uh, Zoom, if you're watching it, just cut the check. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, That's a fact. It honestly, I have no idea why it wants to cut out, though, but um, for the people listening, though, it's not the end. It's not the end. I'm going to call him right back. All right, let's do it. All right, just give me two seconds. All right, we're back for part two. Since Zoom don't want to cut the check, we're back for part two. Um, <laughs> Zoom, cut the check, Zoom. Um, come on, Zoom, lift your game. <laughs> yeah, come on, Zoom. We're trying to get together. We're trying to make history together. Um, so I'm curious, you guys, too. Um, general back pain, you have, uh, you said you have arsenal producers at your disposal, too. Um, I was wondering if you can give me like a little bit of rundown on home team too, because I noticed like some of the people that you collaborate and are, are affiliated with you follow me on the gram too. So I was wondering if you could just like put me on to them a little bit too with your background of them. Oh, for sure. Okay, so we'll start with uh, Prophecy Allen. Okay. Um, he is from Toronto. Okay. Home team producer. Uh, been knowing him probably almost as long as Killy Shoot. Uh, another producer is Onaje Jordan. Um, he's a home team member. He works with a lot of like higher tier artists as well. Um, I think he just had something with Asan Eastwood recently. So, okay. um, and I think, think something maybe with Vinny Pass. So he's out here moving. He's a home team producer. And Chuck Chan, uh, is the other home team producer. Um, and then as far as the uh, MCs, Chuck Chan is also an MC, one of the most underrated in the whole underground, along with Fluey. I'm, I'm going to say that also. <laughs> Definitely underrated. Um, we have Chuck Chan as an MC. You have Killy Shoot. You have Lupus Day. You have Deuce Hennessy and myself. So that's the whole home team squad. Okay. Yeah, I'm aware of uh, Chuck Chan and uh, because he did that project with uh, Ecto84 and uh, yep. and uh, Lupus. And uh, I keep seeing Killy Shoot's name like pop up like here, right and there. So, so I'm, I'm going to let you know, Killy Shoot, if you watch, you you on the radar. Oh, yeah. You know, Killy Shoot is definitely the face of the team. Um, you know, Killy Shoot is uh, the person that we look definitely look to for like, you know, direction for the squad. Um, even killed, very intelligent dude. <clears throat> Been out here grinding the longest and has had like the the most acclaim for the longest out of all of us. So, you know, definitely one of my best friends. So. Okay. We're sure he's going to be watching. He's definitely somebody you would certainly want to talk to. Okay. Um, you're in Australia, too, and I've heard, like, some crazy-ass horror stories about the insects in Australia. Do you know, like, some <laughs> crazy bugs down there? i got to ask. Look, man, we, we, got, we, got, we got spiders, you know. We got some crazy <laughs> spider braids um, that, you know, will eat birds. Like, they'll literally eat a bird, you know. 
Well, but it, no. keeps, it, it keeps you on your toes, you know? Like, I, I see, because my studio's in the garage, right? Okay. So, you know, when I go through the back door into the garage, sometimes there's a bunch of motherfuckers in here doing nature's business and you know it keeps on your toes you know what i mean but um yeah i'm from i'm from melbourne which is actually you know a city so it's very metropolitan um it's not really like the outback as um america thinks australia is i think 20 <laughs> i think 20 percent of the population live in the outback the rest is we're all living cities you know but yeah it was just the way australia went about promoting their country for tourism back in the day so i think that sort of stuck you know there's you're not going to find many, you know, Steve Irwin, crocodile hunter type dudes um, where I'm from, you know. So, um, but yeah, we definitely we, we definitely got some weird animals. Like I saw some saw some quote the other day. It's like Australia where Satan keeps his pets or something. And I was like, that's kind of nasty. It's kind of true. So we got some weird we got some weird fucking animals, man. But um, I'll be honest with you, I've never seen a kangaroo in my life except at the zoo. You know, so I'm, I'm a kid, you know, it's, it's some different shit. But like, as a joke, I'll send videos of a guy punching a kangaroo to pain, like being like, it's wild out here, man. Like, but that's in the, in the sticks, as we call it, you know. Um, but yeah, we got, we got some wild, weird fucking animals, man. Like weird animals here. But um, yeah, now I'm a city kid though, man. Very, you know, grew up on hip hop and stuff. Very, uh, very diverse, very multicultural area which is um you know what what i prefer obviously than being out in the sticks and stuff in some shed making beats <laughs> you know so, um, well, yeah because like when i seen um somebody sent me this picture it was like this thing was like the size of me it was like some bat hanging upside down in the thing. <laughs> what would you do if you seen this outside so, your house i was like i'll go back inside and grab my piece and then we'll see whose business now yeah so, that's it man like there's some crazy, there are some crazy fucking bugs, man. Insects, animals, you know. But um, we're, we're lucky to be, yeah, pretty, pretty popularized sort of city area. So it's not too bad, man. But um, yeah, I've seen some like horrific looking animals that people have seen <laughs> in the sticks, man. And it, that shit even freaks me out, you know. But then I see videos of Florida, though, where it's even more wild. Like a, a, an iguana fighting a snake that's also fighting some other animal. I'm like, that's even worse than here, but... I think no, they've even got more crazy over there, man. You know, like, it's, it's insane over there from what I've seen. But um, Australia, a lot of people don't realise, man, huge, huge hip-hop fan base down here, man. Like, um, really love the hip-hop down here. There's a massive scene here, a lot of fans. Like I said, we used to tour weekly, you know. There was that much um, business going down back then. Um, even locally, you know, you, you have your legends that are local legends here that paved the way for the next generation like myself and stuff. Oh, yeah. So it's definitely not what the rest of the world, unfortunately, uh, thinks, you know, they think deserts and outback and, you know, <laughs> whatever's, but, um, you know, it's crazy. It's like when you hear about, you know, the hip hop scene in Germany or Japan and stuff, it's like, yeah. it's global. It's, it's so global now that it's, um, that's the power of this genre, man. It's, it's taken over the whole fucking world and it's beautiful and I love it, you know? So yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's great. I'm going to be up front too. Australia gets the best tours too, because like you guys get like, you guys get like an Eminem tour every year. You guys get like a personalized, like Lloyd Banks tour down there. Yo, we get none of that shit <laughs> up here in Canada. I'll be up front. We had none. I'll be up front. And this is like no disrespect to anyone, but like, yo, like the last big, like multi-platinum person that I've seen here was uh, Bow Wow. And I'm like, I'm not trying to see Shad Moss. Sorry, Bow. Right, right. No right. way. Yeah, nah, that's whack. 
No, I say I've I've been lucky, man. I've, I've opened for a lot of legends, you know. Opened for Wu Tang, Ghostface Killer, Method Man, Red Man, oh, wow. MF Doom, Pharaoh Monch. Because like at the same time, while it's it's big, it's also I guess localized in the city areas. So and then being a, an established rapper back in the day, our crew got a lot of opportunities to be the opening acts to these legends, you know. Um, but you're right, man. Like we still get crazy shows. Like even Eminem recently did a show down here, eighty thousand people filled out an entire stadium of 80,000 people mm. still to this day in 2019. So, you know, yeah. people like their, people like their rap shit down here, you know? So um, obviously it wasn't always like that, but hip hop has just grown and grown and flourished and just pretty much taken over. I'm pretty sure it's the number one selling genre in the fucking world. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, it's kind of crazy, man. Like I love watching those old hip hop documentaries of when it all started in the Bronx and shit, you know, it's, it's crazy to see where it is now. Like it's yeah. insane, yeah. you know? You guys, um, I like how you brought up the how you opened up for the Wu Tang too. Did you both catch the uh, Honolulu series? Sorry, say that again. Sorry, man, I missed that one. Oh, I like how you said how you brought up Wu Tang too. Have you both caught up on the Honolulu Wu Tang series, like the American? No, oh, I actually no. haven't caught that one yet. Oh, I'm, still, I'm still like watch that shit. That shit is crazy. I won't give you. I'll just I'll just say this: the Rain goes you try to kill each other. That, but that was a rumor. Like a long, long time ago, but he actually got into that with it. I'm like, okay, okay, you got my money. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna check it out for sure. Is that one? Is that is that on Netflix or? It's on Honolulu. Oh, see, I don't have that one. I've got we've got like Stan and Netflix and shit down here. Okay. I don't even know. I shouldn't Honolulu. say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Uh, for the people who don't want to uh, do that shit, it's on YouTube. But hey, you didn't hear it from me. I'm just. Hey. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so when you guys are um, coming together too, because I'm pretty sure that you guys are going to work more in the future together too. Um, yeah. You guys are aren't opposed to sequels, are you? Like, would you guys ever consider a bovine too? Or you guys ain't big <laughs> on sequels too? Because like, I noticed like how, like some people, they, they, they only want to make one of one. Like they don't want a continuation, but they still want to work together, if that makes sense. <laughs> Well, it's funny you mentioned that, man, because we, we spoke about that yesterday, you know, um, a bovine two type of approach, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Mess with the bull, you get the horns kind of thing, you know. And mm -hmm. now that we've sort of, you know, established ourselves, I I'm down for that kind of like duo partnership approach as well. So, you know, like your Mad Libs and Dooms and et cetera. So I'm, I'm definitely down for that. Whether we call it bovine two or whatever later on, yeah. um, you know, we've already definitely spoken about collaborating again. I think it'd be insane not to um, personally. Um, you know, like I said, we're homies now. Um, we know each other's styles well. Um, very creative dudes, um, chill dudes. Um, you know, um, yeah, we're just chill dudes, man. I like to make dope music and respect the art form, you know. So I think it'd be crazy if we didn't do it. And we did speak about something next year. Payne, Payne's got a crazy run coming up and, you know, he can, I'll let him speak on that one. So, um, you know, it's crazy. So I'm definitely down once he's uh, done some other things to get, get back in the lab and start working for sure. You know, 100%. Um, yeah. Because I noticed, like, nowadays, too, like, people consume, consume their music in various different ways, too. And I was ever curious on, like, because you guys have Bovine on Bandcamp um, and, mm -hmm. on Sound, and on SoundCloud, too. Would you guys ever consider, like, putting this on things like Tidal? Like, then again, I'm up in Canada, because certain albums, we may not get up here, too, because when Red Kai's drop plates, it was missing tracks up here. So, it, it, so it's not on title in Canada? 
I thought it I'll might be up front. I looked up general back pain when I was like actually like diving into you guys, and it was not popping up. I had to go on my SoundCloud and listen to it. Okay. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, not sure, yeah. not sure. You'd have to ask Payne about that one. Down here, you upload it, and it does it all. In Australia, you you know you use one of those uploading sites, and they should they normally put it on all of them worldwide. Yeah. Um, but I think I've I've had a few homies hit me up about bovine too, but I think it's general back pain, all one word. I've found helps because sometimes they're like, "Man, I can't find them." I do it all as one word, and then that they find it. So maybe it oh, could be that. okay, well maybe sure. that's why because like I just like I bovine and I got a bunch of all this shit. I was like, "Man, this is a lot of bovine shit I got to go through." Man. <laughs> wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, you just all one word when you're searching, whether it's your Google's or whatever. It's just all one word. Oh, okay. Pull up the actual, now that I actually like, like actually guys like talking to you guys like you know um i can look this up right now and just let you all know because i want the people to hear this <laughs> that's not nah, appreciate man. it man appreciate nah, appreciate it. i'm pretty sure it should be on title i'm pretty sure because the other ones you know that i've done in the past they're they're on uh, title see, see, like, okay so people if you want to listen to this album you put in general back paint all one word i'm gonna show you all this right now i'm about to hit that download right now i'm about to have this on the playlist i'm about to get lit Oh, well, when I say let, <laughs> buy this Canadian loud to this tonight. <laughs> I appreciate, I I appreciate it. it, man. That's what, like, that like don't base, get me base. wrong. Don't get me wrong. SoundCloud is amazing, but I like something when I'm on the go where I can turn my data off and I'm not near Wi-Fi and have it mixed in with my yeah, other Yeah, man. Yeah. Definitely, yeah, man. I get, uh, I get charged yeah. like an extra $10 every two days because I keep going over my data limit and shit, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah, you definitely want to be able to have it where any, whatever whatever you use, whatever streaming, whether it's Apple or you use Tidal or whoever you got, we want you to just be able to, you know, Amazon Prime, like you can get it through all that stuff. So is this so, um, is this hmm? um something like like a strategic? Then sorry to cut you off, but like when you put a general back pain all as one word, is that like something like a strategic like them? So you stand out because like the Google search, when you put in general space back pain, you actually get just back pain stuff. So did you put it all in right. one way like some kind of strategic move? You know, to be honest with you, again, <clears throat> I'm maintaining it's a lot of dumb luck. I mean, I wasn't even thinking about Google when I came up with it. And oh. uh, when I got on Twitter, I wasn't even sharing my music actually when I got on Twitter. And I just happened to, Coincidentally, just spell it all as one word. Just I just happened just to do that and not capitalize and not break it up. I just spell it all as all as one word, you know, with the, as far as the ats. And um, I mean, I did all this not thinking that there would be any reason to even think about it. You know, nobody's going really to listen to this. Stuff. That's how it had been up until a couple of years ago. You know, most of the comments I would get is like, oh, yeah, okay. You know, nobody was getting it. And, you know, I wasn't really good back then, but like remotely, nobody was even getting it. So I would just keep the shit to myself. So making this up, I had no idea. Like, let me go ahead and make it unique so people, because people are going to be searching. <laughs> I had no idea. Hell no. That wasn't even in my mind when I was thinking about it. That, that's for me, that's what's so incredible, though. Like, because, you know, Payne's sitting there just doing it because he loves it, you know, and then all yeah. of a sudden, some fucking random dude down in Australia, like, finds the dude, <laughs> and then and he does a project with the dude. 
you know, then all of a sudden it's on vinyl, it's on cassette tape and shit. And that's why I still think physicals are important because it's a tangible product you hold in your hand in, in, yeah. in, a, in an era where it's all just streaming. Now, I stream too, don't get me wrong. I spend my $10 a month or whatever on my Apple Music or whatever, right? But there's still that, there's still that special thing about holding the record, putting it on the plate. You know, it's a tangible piece of music that you can actually hold. Who knows one day the whole fucking world might crash, internet goes down, you still got your records, you know? Exactly. So, you yeah, know what I mean? So I, I, I thought it was like, you know, crazy. That's why I straight away said to Payne, I was like, man, we got to put this on Vine. Like, this has to go on Vine. So, <laughs> yeah, and I, I think like, it also, just, it also makes it, just makes it a little bit more legit too because I saw some statistic where there's like, this is Australia only, so I can only imagine America and Canada. There's like 45,000 new songs uploaded every day to streaming sites wow. every day 45,000 that's and that's just here so imagine the world you know so yeah. you want to you want to see people you know mm. posting it's great on instagram when people bought the record they're posting the record it's like yeah awesome like it's that tangible piece of history that they're holding in their hands instead of on their phone you know so yeah, yeah. i agree and then i kind of just wanted to i don't know if i had mentioned this before but Again, with coming up with the name, and I think anybody would 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 even like think about looking for it. I really only kind of got in, like I had. I would just call it jotting. I was always kind of just jotting little stuff down. I was like making songs or whatever. But I won't name the console, and Flu knows it. I won't name the console, but my gaming console broke, and so I was so mad that I. And, and really didn't have the bread to go buy another one, that's really when I got, like, I didn't have nothing else to do, so I really started writing a lot more. And then a little while after that, it started rolling, but I had no intention, like, literally, if my little console hadn't broke, I'd still be, I'd still be on my little shooter shooting people in the face and, like, <laughs> you know, writing, writing little bars, little 16 bars or whatever, but I wasn't really serious but I was so mad that I had just got that console and I'm a gamer. And it was like, I don't think it was two years and it started overheating. I was so mad. And I was like, man, fuck you. I'm finna just start writing or whatever just to keep my <laughs> mind going. And now we're talking about some shit called Bovine. It's really amazing. It's really amazing. Yeah. That's what's cool too, because earlier in the piece you talked about believing in destiny, right? And then it's like, he's playing his console, shit heats up. He starts writing, starts making music. You know what I mean? It's like everything's happening for a reason. It's like domino effect, man. You know, um, and to me, yeah. that shit's crazy. Hearing that shit, you know, like it's insane. Like it's amazing. Like even to this day, you know, Holy Hands. Um, even though I produce both, I still bump Holy Hands the most. It's like my favorite thing he's done. <laughs> you know, because it was you, like my introduction and nostalgia. You know, yeah, I love yeah. that. Love that project, man. Like I reckon that should get a get a repress one day on vinyl or something. Because you know. And it's just amazing how that works. Like out of that, like I said, that forty-five thousand for that day, I, zoom, I zoomed in on his shit. I found yeah, that. I found crazy. his style. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of crazy. Like you know what I yeah. mean? And, and sometimes I'll even sit here and be like, man, that's fucking insane how this worked out like this. You know, it's know, it's, it's crazy how it just worked yeah. out like this. You know? <laughs> now now I'm now I'm talking to some dude in, in in fucking Canada, man. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's crazy, man. Like you gotta love the shit. You gotta love it. Like you know, I would I never would have thought when we started this, I'd be talking to someone in Canada, New Jersey, New York, you know, the yeah. other podcasts that have had us on. Like it's crazy, you know. Some yeah. dude in Inglewood, some dude in Melbourne, and and here we are. You know what yeah. I mean? I yeah, love the crazy. internet for that. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a crazy journey, man. It's, um, it's, it's that's crazy. Been, 
inspired on like how you said like on um what you said about your gaming cons console too because if you if that never would have broke you would still be you know doing like the little thing not really taking it too serious too because like yeah yo like i i i'll give you i i know i said this before but this is everybody has their own destiny and i and i live for personal like experience too because like i'll tell you guys this shit still fucks me up to this day and i still can't believe it um, before any interview any all uh, any of this shit ever happened i was just like you i was just a gamer you know trying to find my shit yeah. um i went to this royce the five nine and uh concert i met him and i met kid vicious before any interview Whoa. and then two years later you know, I was asking, you know, DMing all these rappers, and the only person to respond to me was Kid Vicious. So, like, after all of these years later, like, uh, he was my first guest, and then I went on to interview, like, Crooked Eye, Buckshot, like, Black Moon, um, fucking MC uh, Shan, fucking MOP. Like, oh, I see, like, I'm just like you guys. I Crazy. See, I didn't see any of this shit coming, like, how you guys. Wow. That is inspiring, bro. I mean. That's insane, yeah. man. That and that's MLP why it's an honor, it's an honor to be on it. It's an yes. honor to be on this show, man. When you've interviewed, I actually did a post on my Facebook the other day going, you know, doing an interview on this Canadian show following, you know, Billy Dan's and Keith Murray. I'm like, that's a tough act to fucking follow. Yeah, you know Keith what I mean? Murray, like, that's that's Keith insane. Murray, I was like, that's crazy. You know what I mean? And then like, I was getting all these comments like, what the fuck? That's crazy. You know, and, it's, and it is crazy. And that's <laughs> yeah. why, you know, and I'm sure Payne agrees, man. Very appreciative of your time, man, to have us on this platform when you've had absolute legends on the show and 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 then you've got us on the show too like that's that's incredible to be part of that history of your own channel man like now we're part of that too and, and yeah i've been mean, watching the whole thing man wow, it keeps yeah. the fire burning for me put it that way it keeps the fire burning man sometimes i'm like i don't want to go in the studio today but then stuff like this happens <laughs> and now i'm, in, I'm inspired <laughs> to make 10 fucking beats tonight like i'll be honest too because like i'm always a fan of a new artist when they come out too so i always want to hear what they have to say outside of the music too so when yeah. um when every time a new artist come up i'll go try to look for old interviews and stuff like that and half the time i fucking forget like i can just reach out and talk to them myself like it's still right. up. i'm like wow i can actually just find out this shit on my own that is that's crazy right having that level of access because that's you know that's a big deal in, in being in, a, in the entertainment field being able to have access to certain things it's a big deal man yeah and i'm sure it's easy for you to forget that like oh yeah i can just hit dude up like he, he yeah. back to me. like that's crazy well like too like also too like the also reason too why i wanted to interview you guys too is because like the world needs to hear this shit. like this shit is crazy yo like when i hear like like uh, uh, rapid cost and like fluid, but like my most favorite is fan. I'm like, I went on the record and said that before. It's just like, man, like this sound in this is like you never would have expected something like this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's mad appreciated, homie. Like, it's really like you know, it's easy, it's, a, it's such a standard reply when it's like, oh, I appreciate it, man, I appreciate it, but I really do. And, I'm, yeah, and, I, and yeah. I, know, I know pain feels the same way, man, because. Like I said, you're bombarded with endless music every day. Like exactly. everyone is bombarded with music. So for you to sort of, you know, zero in on, on us two doing our fucking thing, man, that, that's beautiful. Bro, like, that's, that's big, bro. So it's, it's very, like when, when you like the world has to hear this shit, man, thank you. Because that's I really huge, mean that from the bottom of my heart, man. Because oh, I'm yeah. proud as fuck of this record. So 
It's great to hear some dude, some dude in Canada, man, he does his show, he's like bumping it too. Like, it's insane. Like, some dude in Lithuania posted the record the other day. <laughs> oh I lose God. my mind on where these records end up. Lithuania, Japan, like, it's Japan. just insane, man. I know, you know, bro. It's crazy. It is, dude. It oh, is. It's insane. It's, it really it's is really, insane, man. It's you know? really humbling, bro. It really is. Like, you know, like, I'll be, I'll be like, seeing these posts and like walking around my chest out like the next day like down the street like yeah son you know feeling <laughs> 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 on, on top of the fucking world man you know what i mean and, and it's in the end success <laughs> is what you deem it you know to me dope music is successful you're a success if you made a project that's dope all that other yeah. shit is a good bonus too so i'm feeling pretty fucking successful right now even though we might not be fucking on some kanye west level shit or whatever we're still like i'm feeling pretty damn fucking good about myself you know what i mean because hey, we're making some crazy shit somewhere. everyone has you to know? start somewhere like and this is like yeah uh what backpack said like this is all new term too like god damn you would have thought you've been doing this shit for years the way we get a reception definitely a veteran style for someone that's new like that's what that's yeah. what yeah. because my homies yeah. are asking my homies are like, oh, how long has this guy been around? I'm like, I think he's pretty new. And they're like, nah, man, he sounds like a full veteran. And like, that's what I love about him, man. The, the approach to the style and the cadence and the breath control and knowing how to use your voice and all that shit sounds like a fucking 20 plus year veteran to me, you know? And, and that's why I was like, hence why the initial, hey man, I've already got producers. I was like, nah, nah, nah. I'm doing <laughs> you know? awesome shit. Right? Thank you, man. And can Thank you, you. And can you imagine, like, if you would have just said, I'm like, I hate it, like, if Blue, like, if you would have just been like, well, this guy don't even know who I am, so I'm not even going to try again. Just like, that's yeah, he could have like, did oh. that, right? He could have been like, oh, you're stupid. And just <laughs> the whole tough Kong look and everything and just been on his merry way, you know what I mean? And we would have never have gone bovine. Nah, yeah, you'd have, you'd have, you would have got the water project early. That's what it would have <laughs> Like, that's the thing, though. Like, it makes for a good story, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, it does make yeah. for a good story. And it's true. You know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 it's entertaining. I still laugh. I laugh every time it gets brought up. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's amazing, though, how we still went ahead and, and did this shit. You know? Like, yeah. I wasn't going to take no for an answer, almost. I was like, no, nah, I really fuck with your shit, man. We're doing something. Like, you know? like, I just, I just back, shake man. my head. Like, I almost <laughs> messed it up, dude. It's that simple, like. It's a cautionary tale, you know what I mean? Some <laughs> people want that call. They want that look. And yeah. uh, and I got it. And was super nonchalant about it. Like, uh, I don't know. I think I'm trying to drop this Lucy next week. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what? What are you doing? Get your stuff together. What are you talking about right Maybe it's a it's a message to everybody out there. Check your inbox, you know, because <laughs> you don't yeah. you don't know who's up in your inbox, know. man. But <laughs> yeah, and so and this is another thing, you know, if we're talking about sort of things to look for and maybe how to move, like when I don't know if Flo remembers, but when he when he initially reached out, you know, his and I remember his his comment was, "What is it going to take to work?" Right? I'm super new, so I took that to mean, you know, negotiate, like, you know, what are you doing? Again, I didn't know he's coming off a crime, you know, I don't know that. He in the biz, like, this is a whole fucking producer, and, you know, I'm I'm this little dude with a little, with a couple little records or whatever. So, you know, me, I'm just like, oh, I don't need, I remember, I was like, I don't need much. And, um, and then I was like, you know what, I just want to work, right? And so, you know, it's, 
what that translated to was like I don't know, kind of like like currency turned into chemistry. You know what I mean? So instead of me yeah. being like, yeah, well, I need whoopy whoopy whoop, I just was like, oh, I want to work. I assumed that took Fluey, you know, put his guard down and was like, man, we really just getting ready to work. I was so new that, you know, I, I just wanted to work. And so I think from that point, the investment was there. It wasn't any monies exchanged, but there was like an investment on both sides. I yeah. really believe that now, unfortunately, producers reach out now and I quote my feet. But back then, <laughs> um, it was, a, you know, I was super, super, super duper new. So it really worked out in my favor. And so that's just a, you know, example of don't be looking at the bucks because it's, it's all types of currency. It's paper right. currency and, and there's, you know, social currency as well. And there's currency that you can invest with somebody and you guys put it in the bank together and you make something. Exactly. And then and that it, makes and it's physical like, currency. You feel it's me? investment. It's investment in your name, in your stock, you know? Right. And I right. like the fact that Payne brought that up and said that I wrote, what's it going to take? Because it just showed yeah. that I, I knew there was something special there. Like all, yeah. all it needed was me to convince Payne over there in Inglewood that this is worth taking on. And I like the yeah. fact that, you know, I, I, didn't get dis, I didn't get disheartened. I was like, no, man, look, what's it going to take, man? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Let's do this shit. Like, yeah. and, and I think that's, and it's true because it is, a lot of this is monetary and people pay for guest verses and all that. And that's the business. I get that. That's part of it. That's what's up. Yeah. People pay for beats just as much as they pay for verses. But then we decided to go on this thing together 50-50, you know, and, and that even that in itself makes it more of a partnership too, which is also I think you hear it in the music too. We're both invested in this fucking thing. It wasn't like yeah. I just said, yo, here's some money, Payne, and then Payne just goes, oh, well, I've been paid. He'll give me 16 bucks. It was it like we're invested different. in making yeah. this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We've made this project something special because we're both invested in it. It's like, let's see how far we can take this fucking thing. Let's see if we can get vinyl. Let's see if we can right. get cassette tapes. Let's see if we can get podcast interviews. Let's see if we can like build both our profiles over there. You know, and and, and now look at it. You know what I mean? It's right. And I that's mean, that's why I so agree. There's different types of currency. There really different is different kind of currency. It's not always, not always legal tender. There's different yeah. ways of currency and, and investment and stuff. So right. yeah, you know, you nailed you nailed it on the head there, Payne, because that's exactly how I feel. Right. You know? And then just to tie it up, you go from that to literally, I don't know, a couple two or three days ago. You did actually hit the PayPal off of what yeah, we it. did together. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, so man. It came. Exactly, the money bro. did come. You feel me? So that's just a, that's just an example of all money. If, if all my dudes that play dominoes, this is a, you know what I'm saying. I don't know, like kind of, I don't know if it's a black thing or whatever. But all my dudes that play dominoes, you know what I'm saying. All money ain't good money. So. Don't try to get the bag up front. Let it marinate, and it may be bigger on the back end. Just be patient. Exactly. And it was. We doubled the back Just end. Just be patient. The and you know what I mean? And we doubled. You we know doubled up. That's before the tough check. I don't want to get all super duper telling the business, but that's before the record check. Yeah, we haven't we have, we have got that check yet. Exactly, Label man. check, exactly. you feel me? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's beautiful. That's <laughs> so beautiful, I, you know? know I, I had a little beer, so I'm talking too much, but... Yeah, it's doable. <laughs> it's definitely doable. <laughs> uh, so you already it's know doable. what I'm like, you though, Payne. You already know what I'm like, man. I'm, I'm about yeah, to get this interview started, homie. <laughs> That's a fact. I already know. <laughs> you was drinking it. Well, 
I definitely work, can't wait for to see what y'all cook up in the future too, like because like the chemistry is crazy. Or maybe like we can even get like a general back pain and uh, Edo collaboration over a flu production track. That shit would be crazy, right? Hey man, anything's possible. Anything's yeah. definitely possible. You know, anything um, is definitely you know, possible. That's what I actually love though about this project though is is we could have gone and done all that. Um, you know, and got all these dudes for clout or whatever. But he was like, I'm going to get my whole home team right. on this project. And I was like, man, that's fucking respect. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? A lot of dudes start now could be like, oh, we'll get this guy, we'll yeah. get this dude to sort of, you know, um, get more listeners for lack of a better term. He was like, no, nah, I'm getting home team on this shit. And then he introduced me to all his homies. And now I'm on the phone chatting to some of his homies on the phone as well. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? Like now, I'm talking to that's, home team guys on the phone, and we're having conversations about shit like Chuck Chan and Deuce Hennessy. We have we have a laugh, man. We're on the phone laughing our asses off, man. Like chatting and shit, doing plans, and then he introduced me to home team. So then all of a sudden, I'm mixing these home team joints and producing for these incredible artists that no one, um, you know, down here in Australia had really heard yet. And now they now people in Australia know who the fuck home team is. Do you know what I mean? And <laughs> it actually works better. Oh, that Payne was like, I'm gonna put my whole team on this instead of just getting all these other dudes, you know what yeah. I mean? And that's what makes Bovine, Bovine. It's its own exactly. little conceptual piece. I and agree. it's a home team, it's a home team meets flu fucking project. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's beautiful. You know, you know, you've got, you got also, everybody on there. About the, uh, about the features, um, flu knows this and, you know, people like in the circle, uh, for the most part, I can't say this about every feat, uh, every project you're going you're gonna to hear from me. But 97, 98% of the features on the projects that you get from me, these are relationships. And yeah. that's definitely what I'm more about. I definitely, I'm about rocking with my team because they're my actual friends. It's a beautiful thing that I, I make music with my friends and people kind of like it. These are actually my friends. So and then if I go and I'm on a, I do something with a, you know, my, the homie YT or the homie Josiah or, you know, Magno or, you know, whoever, whoever it happens to be. Um, these are friends of mine. So though um, some features, some situations would be fire, um, I, would, I would say if that's gonna happen, there would be some sort of a relationship there established first, because that's the only way the record is gonna sound right. Turn it into verse yeah. with whoever the hot dude is, that's not gonna make a good record. So if I, as opposed to just paying for I'm a feature, a, and that's not gonna happen, right? So because there's no need for that at this juncture. So these would be actual people that I have some sort of rapport with. And I'm not saying I'm all frenzy, frenzy with everybody, but maybe one project I have some people, and maybe I don't have those relationships. Maybe one project coming may have it like that, but the vast majority of stuff. You know, I have some sort of relationship with people, so it also helps I like a lot of stuff that happen. I just don't. Well, I'm just. Gonna it say also I like helps though that um, happen, but I don't. I don't like those people. What I was gonna say though is it also helps that he's from a crew that's actually very dope. You know what I mean? Like the whole crew. Yes. Like that helps quite a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when I first discovered Home Team through Pain, yeah, I was like every single member in this crew brings their own style, their own professionalism you know, their own like yeah, voice and they all don't like, there was no weak links. And that's pretty rare in a crew. Like when you got yeah. a crew members and it builds up, there's always a weak link, but I couldn't find one weak link. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Well, and also yeah. to like having yeah. a relationship with the artist too makes time with music too, as opposed to actually just paying for like a feature. It's like, yo, I think you sound good on this beat, so let me give you this amount of cash and you appear on my record too. So that's what I like about that too. Like you chose to have home team on. So um, I'll tell you one thing though, I'm gonna just dive into Chuck Chan because you guys really inspired me to check him out. So I'm, I'm gonna dive into it. So, so if you uh, if you listen, Dan's to the third man. Dan is dive right in. Um, but I just want to let you all know that, you know, I really appreciate your time too. And I really enjoyed this interview. I'm about to go rewatch the shit tonight. So I was like, damn, it's that good. Um, is there anything you that you want to plug in before that I let you guys go? Man, I just want to thank you, man, for your time. Like having us on, man. Like, it, like I said earlier, really appreciate it. Um, especially with the acts you've had on and for you to reach out to us. Um, you know, it means a lot, man. Shouts to everybody that supports what we do, home team, um, all the listeners, everyone that, you know, even small things like retweeting and copping a, a little digital here and there on the bank out, everyone copping the records, Top Kong records, everybody, man. Like, um, I, you know, I want to thank everybody that just even takes the time in this day and age to even listen to our shit, man. When you, like I said, bombarded with endless music. So, yeah. you know. So shout outs to all you guys, man. But yeah, I really appreciate your time too, man. Like I really do, man. So shout outs to all the Canadian hip hop heads that, that might discover this now via your channel, you know? And it, it's, it means a lot. Appreciate that. And that's for you, General Backpin. Well, you know, I, you know, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to you. Thanks for getting the schedule and logistics together so we can make this happen. I definitely really want this to happen. Um, and my team, I want to shout out my team. Definitely shout out Flui. Um, yeah, Bovine 2 is coming. I'm a, I'm a firm believer. I love franchises. I'm a corny dude. Bovine is definitely going to be a franchise. I don't know if it'll be anything beyond <laughs> Bovine 2, but it just makes sense. So um, Bovine yeah. 2 is coming. Um, again, I had, you know, a little smug little drink. 2020, <laughs> I'm trying to do it. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. you know, you're going to see, you know, Quincino, General Back Pain. You're going to see Crush Love, General Back Pain. You're going to see Body Back Ben, General Back Pain. You're going to see Goblin, General Back Pain. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. You know what I mean? All nice. That's a run, right? That's a crazy run. Properly. That's incredible. But I'm trying to solidify it in 2020. Get everybody video straight. You feel me? Yes. And that's it, man. I really appreciate it, though. I appreciate you. I appreciate you guys, too. And I can't wait for what the future holds for you guys in the, in the future as well, too. So with that thank being you, said, it's another classic. Now, I know I say classic a lot, but I really do be dropping classics. There's another classic. Thank you, man. From the that's right. Show. It is. Featuring <laughs> General Back Payton, my guy, Flew, and the first international guest. Hey. Oh man, that, that's amazing, man! Thank you so much, man. Thank and you so time, much, man. We let. I'm gonna hop off. I'm gonna hop off my kangaroo right now and crack another beer. You know, it's like I'm feeling. Uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, that's sure, incredible, sure, man. Yeah, First 